0: Hello, this is Daniel Bayon with Daniel Bayon's views of sports, views of wrestling, TV shows, and movies. And I want to say thank you, Anchor, for letting me record on here. And, uh, um, thanks for making it free. And I thought, just, goodbye. I hope. Daniel, this is Daniel Veja with Daniel Veja, is wrestling, sports, TV shows, and movies. Okay, I was just listening to uh, Busted Open, we were talking about last night's show and this Sunday's WrestleMania, I wanted to talk more about WrestleMania and what I expect from it. Um, I guess you could say that I just simply love to watch wrestling, and that I, uh, I hope for a great show every year. There's only one time, and I can honestly say I was really, really disappointed, and that was, uh the year that Rikishi was inducted in the Hall of Fame, uh Roman Reigns had his first shot at the title against Brock Lesnar. And the only disappointment that I had was Rollins um already been um I think he said When they first put the show back together... It was three years ago... So... That would make this... Four years ago... I think... So about four or five years ago... They put him... They put him in the main event the first time... And I... Took me... Uh... Always wonder... Why... Fans turned on rains the way they did and never started cheering him until after his catch was back in remission. And I told my mom that I finally put together that I believe they fussed because um he went through hernia surgery, it took him three or four months. To be fully healed from it, and then he comes back, and he wins the um, he wins the Royal Rumble, and it took me a long time to realize that that's why they said that he was just handed the opportunities because he just came back, but he didn't have any storylines like Rollins or Ambrose or Brian or, um, Styles. Like, Styles. No, Styles didn't show up yet. Now I remember. Styles didn't show up until, um. I think it was a year later. Or two years later. He didn't show up. So. Yeah, I think it was a year after this. So he had, um. Because there were other guys that had storylines. He just came in. He but he, I thought he was red hot. But some people, um, some a lot of fans booed him. In fact, the entire fans booed him when he came out for the Royal Rumble match. And I felt like it took me a long time to realize why they felt like they felt. Looking back at that, I understand now. They thought he was handed the opportunity because all these other people were wrestling and he was just... just comes back after a lengthy injury and he's put in the main event. And to a lot of people that didn't make sense, but I just cared... I just cared if... If I believed he was deserving... Of the opportunity against Brock Lesnar because of what he had pulled off early on in his singles run against Randy Orton. So what I was disappointed in was his was how Roland they sent out Rollins right before Reigns could win and cash in his money in the bank briefcase and ends up pinning Reigns to win the title. But outside of that, I was not, I was not, um, never, it was actually the f- second time I watched WrestleMania live on pay-per-view, this time it being the network, of course. And I felt, I did, was not disappointed, I was never disappointed like that, even finding out about it the night after on Raw every year. As a kid, I was never disappointed like that. But it, it didn't last long because I understood because I understood that he, there needed to be a new champion and a better way to make most of the, to make the crowd happy than to put somebody they feel is ready for it. So that's why I understood why they did it after it happened. The only thing that would disappoint me this Sunday would be if, um, okay, Lynch wins, or Rousey would win, which I don't expect her to, or Flair to win. Now, I really would not be disappointed if Lynch won, because she's really one of the best. It would really be more of a disappointment if they pulled a the swerve like they did with Rollins. That would really disappoint me I just hope for a great match to close out the show um it would be more disappointing if um the things that would disappoint me would be if uh okay they fought so hard the women did for the team titles to come come to fruition I believe is the word we use. They fought so hard, and most of them were the champions themselves. Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks. It would disappoint me more if they would have one of those turn on the other on purpose. Um, then losing the titles, I would expect it. But if it's, but if they end up losing it, and it's. And it's not by virtue of... One turning on the other. I would be very happy to see that. See it be just... Because the other team just cheated or something. That's how I feel about that match. My dad had used... Had said how they insult our intelligence... By having Samoa Joe defend the US title against Rey Mysterio. And really... I don't really look at that, I just look at how, the story is. Personally, he was one of those, cruiser, quote, cruiserweight wrestlers, that always wondered, why they didn't put the US title on him. And, you know, when he was in the WWE, he won the heavyweight title, the cruiserweight title, even the tag team titles. And the WWE title. But, They did not and even the Intercontinental title. So for him to win the U.S. title, despite who it's against, would really be big, and it it would be big for his career, because he would have the, uh... Okay. Triple crown is what most people look at. But I believe that TNA was the first company I heard use this term. Abyss became their first Grand Slam champion. um, In the WWE, they've had, I think, hundreds of Grand Slam champions throughout their um, existence. And I would... I would have to see Rey Mysterio win the U.S. title to add his name to the, uh, to that list of, um, of Grand Slam, uh, winners in the WWE. First person to win that was, um, accomplishment in the WWE was, um, John Michaels where the first person used the term Um, he was the first Grand Slam winner because of winning Intercontinental Tag Team and Heavyweight and then he ended up winning the European titles that made made him a Grand Slam winner And, um... Let's see. Michael's the first person to do it in 96. Um... Triple H did it in a... Triple H won it. Won that. He was... Trying to remember. Okay. August 23rd was when Triple H won the heavyweight title first time. Then he won the world heavyweight title September 2nd, 2002. In Greenville, South Carolina, I believe, was when he won it because the, I believe that was the night they had paid tribute to Ric Flair because of Greenville. Being so big for his career. So, uh, so let's see. And Michael's Triple H, Kane, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero, V D Booker T, Jeff Hardy, J.B.L., Christian, Big Show. So, I would really, if, I don't even know if they would add, um, Rey Mysterio to this list, but I think they should. If he wants to win the um if he was to win the US title at WrestleMania this year, he that would make him they put him in line to be le- added to this list of um to this to this um accomplishment. And also Styles versus Randy Orton. I may have said this before on on here, I don't remember. Two, three weeks ago, Randy Orton said he had a problem with AJ Styles because he said that Styles um calls smack down the house that he built when it was built before he got there. And what I felt was how he said I don't know how much of this was written for him but he said how the time he was 24 he did more than Styles or his friends could dream of doing or think of doing and I believe that um those quote friends of his, a lot of them did did things he has not done and that's when the NWA title He wanted So I tweeted to Brandy Orton Because that's just How I like to do things And I said he Forgot In his tweet In his Promo To mention how At one time Styles won the NWA title So Just say more No No Styles won the NWA title Three times Or at least two times Before he, that being Orton, was even heavyweight champion. So you can't... That was not um, accurate. However, when they spoke about... Um, Randy Orton's version of the... Stu- of the um, diamond Cutter. That really was a great story to put together. And to put. I mean, combine that with his title reigns and Styles' title reigns in the Indies, and Orton's title reigns in the WWE, and all the people that, um, that Orton has latched onto them in his career, whether it be Edge, or Flair, Triple H, and Batista, or the Wyatt Family. Then, if it wasn't wasn't for those people, it wouldn't even have the careers had. So, so, that makes so that's why I think it's a great story. Um, another thing to look at is so well That's what I hope, hope, we have the kind of that. That um from those guys, as has a definitive um conclusion because too often we see um what Dusty Rhodes is famous for the quote Dusty finishing sound like something you name after Dusty, but um what we really mean by that course is that it is unfinished. But you know the word for unfinished is um Means that there is a, public we call in regular TV shows, a cliffhanger. Feels like there's always a lot of time being in matches like Randy Orton versus um, AJ Styles. It feels like there's a cliffhanger in the match a lot of times. Because of that, I hope. that we do it differently this time. and I'll be right back gotta go do something Okay. So, what do what can I say next? Hey Mom. I'm doing my podcast. Mm-hmm. Right here. The no, not, not in here. Okay. All right. Go ahead. You can even go there, maybe sit in this mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. Probably in this room. But, right. Know, the phone room so is, mom. The phone the phone room's in there too. Huh? So it? Mom. Anything huh? you, you want to tell the audience? You can I uh, can say that you need to talk about how, why everybody's um, really hyped up about Wrestlemania. Oh, I was talking about that. Oh, good. Go ahead and that's what everybody's talking about. That's what I Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. That was my mouth. Okay, so, what, so what I want to say is, um, there's a lot of times we, uh, we get, um, we get upset over things that are really perfect for the, um, for the storyline, but it's disappointing, so that's why we get upset. And I would be more... The reason I would be more disappointed in... In the lack of a... Uh, of a definitive response, because... I'll uh, Going back to the... Uh, Brad Orton lady Styles match, is because this is one of those matches you never thought would happen and now that it's here you kind of you kind of feel like um, what if what if they do something that um, that just completely takes the um, completely takes the match and just You don't know what the point is anymore. Like. When. I was just talking about this. On the same. Um. Podcast. I was talking about. The um. King. Not King of the Ring. But a. Specific. Um. I believe it was. In your house. And uh. Close to the end of 96, I believe. And... Talking about... The Ultimate Warrior... I was actually not talking about Ultimate Warrior yet. I was leading into that, how... Um... How... When they, I was going to say this, the build up to, to that, um, to that story, perhaps to use it as an example, when he, when when he did a promo with, uh, Ultimate Warrior trying to talk his way out of the match. He said that whatever Ultimate Warrior said about the match took away from the match instead of built it up. And being the kind of um, fan I am, I remember about two or three years ago watching that and writing about it on my blog that I didn't know what was really... Wrong with what he said. I don't know. Um. I guess because. I guess because um. I gotta tell you the truth. I cannot even. Uh. Justify. In my mind. Why Jerry Lawler said that. It took away from the match. When I believe. When I still believe. That what he promised to do to Jerry Lawler was because that was all it was exactly what they needed to do to finish setting up the match, and um, I believe that that promo between Styles and Orton did the same thing. They, they set up... Um, set up the match perfectly... And Styles... Said... And Styles pointed to WrestleMania... Challenged him... To do it at WrestleMania... So I thought... That it was a perfect... Um... It was a perfect... Ending... For their promo... And fact that, um, they, quote, made it official the next day on Twitter, made it even better. And, uh, I don't know why I didn't do this sooner, but, but, um, I'm glad I'm doing this now. see how much how many minutes there is right here okay good got a lot of time left i think they have an intercontinental title oh yeah at wrestlemania this sunday the main card has intercontinental title match i don't know um, What, um, draw, what, what draw the, um, the Demon King character, which is, which is what Valor means. I don't know why he decides to do that, but, um, for some reason they decided to bring it back. I thought that was, um, great, um, for him. I thought that was a great way to end that, um, build-up, final build-up of him show up on Cartentron Tron in the backstage, um, telling, telling him that he was not going to be facing Finn Balor, but he was gonna be facing the the alter ego. Also, I thought that was great. So that's great, and I, I'm a, what I'm really, what I'm really looking forward to with this whole. Let me, let me go back to the um, to the women's tag tag title match for a second. What I'm really looking forward to with that match is. Um, just, what I'm looking forward to, as was shown, as was evident last night on a, a Monday Night Raw, but was shown, even though it was done in a very short manner, what they showed last night was the reason... Why I, why I got excited when they made the match official is that you have the return of Beth Phoenix who, she, I believe the word we use is, she represented an entire, um, Not a generation, but she she defined, she not represented, she defined the, um, the, quote, new generation of women in those days that she was in. You had, um, you had herself, you had, uh, Mickey James, you had Melina, you had, um... All these different people, including Maria Kanellis herself. And she outlasted um, all of those women, uh, with the exception of Mickey James, who was released. She doesn't live on her own. Let me say that. She was released, but she stayed relevant by going to places to go into TNA. Impact Wrestling. She kept herself relevant. By staying in the business. When you. When you see all the people that. Um, that she worked with. Or around. Or both. And the. And the. Um. WWE. So I made. Um. Return some. At least two people made their return. One as a competitor, one as a manager. And... A few... Made special appearances... Throughout the year. So when you see the legacy she left... And the fact that... I don't think anybody... Would dare... Um... No offense to, um... To Kelly Kelly. No offense to Maria Canales, But I don't think anybody would be... Would be calling for them to be inducted in the Hall of Fame anytime soon. when you see all those people that she... That she was around... And how she she still can do the same thing, and um, she she just looked great when she showed up. The it was kind of unfortunately kind of obvious that she, it was obvious that she was making a comeback with her. With her not being hesitant to get physical with... Um... I had Jackson's So, aside from that, she really looked great. And i had been wondering myself since... Since she was inducted last year. And more importantly, since she... Did a few guest commentary spots. i had been wondering myself... Would she actually make a comeback? So... That's actually the more. it's actually more exciting for that match than anything is to see her make a return, to possibly do something that she. I know she did not think was going to happen, and I know um, half the women in that match didn't think it would happen because of all the times they spoke about it. Now that that's being done, I can only hope. No, I'm sorry. Let me finish my thought first about this. So I know that that makes it big for her, but it also makes it big. I know it makes it big for me because I always wanted to see um, the women t- have tag team titles. I always wanted to see them have um, do their place in WrestleMania that people could compare to. Hogan, and Andre, and, um, Ric Flair, and Randy Savage, so the fact that you have the main event this year for women, the women main eventing it, and the fact that I always, also always wanted to see them have a pl- spot where they could compare themselves to the Steiners and, uh, the Head Shrinkers or, um, the Deadlies and the APA and the um, world's greatest tag team slash um, team angle and the Basham Brothers. So I just wanted to see that since you got both of those, I consider this to be a dream come true for the women this year. And me and myself, as a fan, this is a dream come true. So that's why I'm excited to see this. <clears throat> I know that my um my topic is raw versus nitro so before I do that well, before I finish this I'm gonna talk about the next raw versus nitro according to this uh to this podcast series and according to my last episode before I do that let me talk about what I think. It's great that they brought back the women's Battle Royal along with the andre the giant battle royal. Battle Royal but i I'm wondering why they didn't name it after uh after one of the women like they did Andre the Giant, and I'm starting to wonder. Why they, actually I think, I think most people have been wondering why last Tuesday or the Tuesday before they took Mandy Rose and Sonya DeVille's, their, um, their storyline with Asuka and just changed it to putting Charlotte in the meet, putting Charlotte against, um, Oscar for the title. I'm glad they did it. I'm just wondering why. So I can't, so... I'm gonna try to talk about Down Live tomorrow. I'm gonna try to talk about... Um... What Down Live does for WrestleMania this Sunday. Um... But what I am happy to see... Is, um, and I'm happy to see the most from this. Is, um, whenever the, um, whenever we have a one hour, um, kickoff show on USA Network this Sunday. we'll we'll either have Andre the Giant Battle Royal or we'll have the um, Women's Battle Royal. So that's what I'm glad to see that on the USA Network. I can't wait um, to see the people they have talking at the uh, kickoff show on the network before they even have the uh, pre-show matches. Okay. The last Last episode I did was In Your House, but also World War Three, and the Nitro vs. Raw episodes after that. <clears throat> so let's see. Let's see what what did I talk about last time, okay spoke about november twenty seventh I believe. Yeah, that's what i spoke about, November 27th. Okay. <laughs> Okay, good, good. Here it is. Okay, yeah. They talk about um book okay, so we'll about November sixth before and uh let's see November thirteenth Spoke we'll about November thirteenth before. 27th episode also, let's see, I'm going to talk about December 11th episode, let's see, december eighteenth I think that's I think that's what I didn't talk about. Hmm. Well, for a while I was looking at the results and I don't think I could find them. Um. Yes, sir. And I can make you after you eat and all that, I can make you a list of what you need to do. Okay. It's only what it's pulling making you a list of uh patients to pull. Or whatever, you
1: know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you
0: understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. December 18th, 1995. One two three 2 Kid defeated Razor Ramon. Million Dollar Corporation defeated W. Vega and Bob Holly. Jean-Pierre Lafitte defeated Brian Walsh. And men on a mission lost to Owen Hart and Yoko December eighteenth was what I was looking at. Okay. Okay. December 4th, British Bulldog defeated Bob Holly, while two defeated the Brooklyn Brawler. Razor Ramon defeated Dean Douglas to keep the Intercontinental title. Marty Jannetty and Sid Psycho Sid ended in a, in a no contest. Owen Hart defeated DeFordy the next week to start off the show. Aja Kung defeated Chaparita Athari. I thought he And Ahmed Johnson defeated Rick Stockhausen. Red to defeated Bob Eklund by DDQ. Jared defeated Fatou in the next week. To start the show by DQ. Betty Landell defeated Bob Holly. And Razor Wild defeated Yoko Zuna by count out. Keep the Aaron coming up, Okay, let's see. Okay, in your house four. Next man, the next paper is a Survivor series. Or what about that? In your house five. Okay, I spoke about that too. Okay, I didn't talk about this. So December seventeenth. Okay, that's not like I mean. 11th, that's what it was. Okay, so in your house, 95. British Ball is Bret Hart. Marie Janetti and Razor Ramon defeated the 1 kid and Psycho Suit. <clears throat> Betty Landale lost to Ahmed Johnson. Hunter Soundsley lost to Louis Beat, Henry Godwin. How pin match. Owen Hart beat Diesel by DQ. Undertaker defeated King Mabel. Bret Hart defeated the British Bulldog. Keep the heavyweight title. And that's, that's all that happened in the show. Okay, so next night was when. Direct of 2 Buddy Landale beat Bob Holly, Razor Ramon, kept the intercontinental title by count out against Yokozuna. Okay. Okay, the beginning of the new year was the raw bowl. This was actually one of my favorite episodes to watch as a kid. I remember that. Nitro actually had a Christmas episode when uh, when Raw didn't. Let's see what that was about. Sluge defeated Scotty Riggs. Sting defeated Big Bubba. Dana Malenko defeated Mr. JL. Randy Savage defeated Ric Flair by DQ to keep the heavyweight title. Okay, that's that's it for now. Thank y'all. I hope y'all enjoy this episode and goodbye.